You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast from Liberty Family Church. For more information about our church, head to the website, libertyfamilychurch.net.au. Who finds Christmas to be a really peaceful time? Ah, <laughs> uh, that was le- well less than half. You know, for me, if I am really honest with you, I... Every time I even hear the word Christmas, even as a pastor, I feel the very opposite things other than peace and things like this. I, you know, the emotions that I feel as I'm preparing my heart and my head for this Christmas season, buying presents, gifts for loved ones and family, getting ready to attend gatherings with friends and family. I've got to say, peace is not my overwhelming feeling or emotion. More often than not, I'm feeling pretty stressed, anxious, and pretty overwhelmed as I endure the chaos and the busyness of the season. Thank you so much. Peace, for me, is well and truly missing, and maybe it is for many of us at this time of year. But I think if we're honest with ourselves, peace isn't something that's only missing at this time of year, is it? Missing peace is something of an ongoing experience for many of us as we do this journey called life. Some of us, we struggle to experience peace in life as we, as we deal with the, the brokenness of our world, as we deal with broken or tension-filled relationships within our own families or friends. Some of us find peace to be elusive as we daily battle with personal fears, doubts, or perhaps ongoing health challenges. Some of us struggle to experience peace as we just deal in with our lot in life, overwhelmed with tasks, responsibilities we have as wives, husbands, children, mums, dads, employees, employers. The list could go on and on and on, couldn't it? And then, just to top off our missing peace experience... Many of us look around at all the brokenness, all the division that's going on in the world, all the hostility, all the conflict, all the hatred, all the tension, and feel tense and even a bit despondent. Life for us, no matter what season or time of year we're in, is often far from peaceful. Peace is so often missing for all of us. So now that you're feeling super encouraged on Christmas morning, no, super discouraged, I'll give you some good news in the midst of all this. Here's the good news. God's Word, the Bible, not only speaks to our experience of missing peace, but it actually shows us the way through which we can find lasting peace with God. And this peace, the peace that we all long for, we all crave but find elusive so often can only be found, can only be received now and for all eternity because Jesus Christ entered our world over 2,000 years ago. Isaiah, a prophet, a prophet is someone who spoke on behalf of God, said this about the birth of the Saviour, Jesus Christ, many, many years, hundreds of years before his birth, declaring him among other things, to be peace, the very prince of peace. Let's read Isaiah 9.6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, 
And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And this, this prophecy was fulfilled. It came true when Jesus was born. Peace entered the world in the form of a humble baby boy, the very Prince of Peace. Let's read Luke chapter 2, 1 to 15, to see this account of Jesus' birth. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear, I reckon. And the angel said to them, fear not, yeah, good luck, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Right in the middle of this passage, the angels powerfully proclaim just who this child is. In verse 11, describing Jesus as a saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And then in verse 14, they declare what Jesus the saviour offers the world. Peace. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Jesus Christ entered earth as mankind's saviour, the prince of peace. Fully God, mighty, divine, eternal, unlike any other, and at the very same time, fully human, one of us. The Apostle Paul explains this monumental moment in history like this. He writes that Jesus took on the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. That's Philippians 2.7. So why, why did Jesus come as one of us, and what's this got to do with peace? Well, friends, Jesus entered earth to bridge a divide. Ever since mankind chose to to rebel against God in the Garden of Eden, all the way back in the early chapters of Genesis, relationship between God and man was broken. It was severed. It wasn't possible at all. And God, being the kind of God he is, eternally loving, kind, patient, he offered way after way after way for people to deal with their sins, to find forgiveness and return to him. 
But all of these sin fixes were only ever temporary. They never dealt fully with the sin problem that was kind of permeates the heart of human beings. They needed to be repeated over and over and over and over again. And all too often, God's people, they just chose to continue living without him. They just chose to continue to rebel against him and go in their own way. And, and in, in a sense, that's an easy way of thinking about sin. That's what sin is. It's just rebellion, going your own way and refusing to follow God. And friends, I want to gently suggest this morning that this can be our experience too. This can be our experience too. Whether we're here today and we, we love Jesus, or we're here today and, and maybe we're seeking spiritual truth on this Christmas day, this can be our experience too. We're so good. Maybe, you can, maybe this will resonate with you. I think I'm so good at living life like I'm the master of my own destiny. You know, it's how many of us think, don't we? Oh, in a year we'll do this, and then next month I'll do that, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, kind of, we've got control, we've got the wheel, or we're steering the ship. And foundationally underneath that, we mightn't verbalise it, but what we're actually saying is, hey, I know best. I know what's best for me, even perhaps better than God. And as we walk on this path of self-reliance and sin, we, we slowly or very, very quickly drift away from enjoying and investing in intimate relationship with the Prince of Peace and become more and more separated from our Saviour who came into the world to save and to know us. We become separated ultimately from the very source of life and joy and peace that we were always intended to enjoy forever. And we see this to be true all through the Bible. And I think if we're honest, we see this to be true in our experience of life today, don't we? Sin separates people from God. Sin keeps us from experiencing the peace with God we were created to enjoy. God knew this would be a way. So right from the very beginning, he made a way. God sent Jesus Christ, his own son, in human form, the only perfect, sinless human who ever has existed and ever will exist to earth. He sent him for our good, for our peace. And Jesus Christ didn't only enter the world as the Prince of Peace, but he actually lived his life as the Prince of Peace. He lived a beautiful life. If you read the Gospels, you, you read stories of how he went about life. He led the most beautiful, rich, fulfilling, and others-focused life that's ever been lived. Sacrificial service, love, generosity, where he continually offered peace to a world and people who desperately needed peace. And as Laura prayed, I think, at the end, we can't think of the birth of Jesus, the coming to earth of Jesus, without looking forward to his death. Jesus was born into this world to die. It's why he entered this world. Jesus' peace mission involved eventually losing his life so that we, all of mankind, could find and embrace and enjoy peace with his Father. The Apostle Paul in 
in Romans 6.23, he explains that sin actually deserves the death penalty. It's that serious to God. That's what all of us deserve for our rebellion against God. But, and here's the great news that we celebrate and remember and cling to every day, but we're reminded afresh at Christmas, even at Christmas as we reflect on Jesus' birth, is that Jesus took our, entered earth to take our punishment. Jesus died for us. He rose again to new life from the dead. And because he did, we can embrace eternal, abundant life, eternal peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. This peace, as one writer puts it, is the most fundamental peace of all. By his coming to the world and living, dying and rising for us, he offers the way to peace with God. Friends, there's no doubt that we live in a world where peace is so often missing. Wouldn't you agree? Our world is broken. Our world is hurting. And often you and I are broken and hurting too. As we struggle with weights like broken relationships or personal fears, doubts, and a range of other daily struggles. But here is the good news for every one of us. Jesus came to earth over 2,000 years ago to bring peace. Not just a moment of peace, but to open the way for lasting peace. Peace between mankind and God. Peace for people who would go on in this life that we're living now and choose to follow him as his disciples. As we go through all the good, the horrible, the slow and the busy seasons that life throws our way. So as you come to him today, as you seek out relationship with him, either for the very first time, if you're seeking spiritual truth today, or even just at Christmas time, if you've been following him and you're like, you know what? I just want to do this afresh. I want to receive him as my peace afresh today. God is going to give you that gift. God will give you that gift freely, lavishly, generously. He longs that we would all be people of peace as we receive the peace that is his alone to give. And the question for all of us, the question for all of us, no matter whether we follow Jesus and we have for a long time, or if we're here seeking spiritual truth or watching online today, the question remains the same. Are we open to receiving God's gift of peace through Christ Jesus? Friends, as you well know, you're probably looking at your watches and going, oh, it's a busy day today. This is a busy time of year, isn't it? This is a, an incredibly busy time of year. There's lots to do. There's lots of places to be, lots of time, lots of financial and relational pressures sometimes too. So do yourself a favor and set aside time to receive and enjoy 
God's great gift of peace afresh this Christmas. Wherever you're at in your spiritual journey, embrace him. Enjoy him. Take time, as we did when we were singing, to adore him. Take time this Christmas to stop, to pause, and truly rest in Jesus Christ, our Prince of Peace. And if you haven't reached out to Jesus in faith before, I encourage you, make today the day where you reach out to him in faith and place your trust in him. Jesus is, as I said earlier, as Isaiah prophesied many, many years before his birth, Jesus is the Prince of Peace and Jesus is the missing piece. He's the one we all desperately need. So receive him. Enjoy him, friends, this Christmas. And his peace will be yours now and forevermore. Let's pray. Oh, loving Jesus, we are just in awe of you. You are mighty. You are wonderful. Wonderful counsellor. You are the Prince of Peace. And God, not only are you the Prince of Peace, Lord, but you are the missing piece. You are the missing piece in the puzzle that so many of us are searching for in life and that our world tells us that is filled with so many other pursuits or things, even the very best of things. But foundationally, Jesus, you are that cornerstone piece, the very starting foundation of the missing piece in our lives. And out of you, Jesus, is how we find life itself. So God, we pray that this Christmas, we would be people who experience your peace, either for the first time or in in new and fresh ways if we've loved you for a long time. And Lord, may we be also, as we experience your peace and sit with you, the Prince of Peace, that you would transform us so that we can be people of peace, sharing your peace with those around us. We thank you, Jesus. May we all experience your peace now and forevermore as we look to you and place our faith in you, Jesus, the Prince of Peace. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.